Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, I'll show you how to apply refraction to a flat surface, in contrast to applying refraction to a 3D model, which was shown in the previous video. So essentially, you can take any flat object, whether it is an image surface or even a flat 3D model, and refract any information behind it. I won't explain the details of each control, as that was covered in the first video on refraction in action. If you'd like to follow along, please click the link in the description below. Alternatively, if you're watching the video podcast, please type the displayed link in your web browser. Now import the downloaded media into Batch, and connect it into the background input of Action. Also create a media input, and connect the same image for our refractive surface. Double-click the Action node for its controls, and switch to a 2-up view with ALT 2. Have the result view on the right with F4, and you can use either the Action Schematic, or the Manager in the left viewport. Now if you select and rotate the surface object using the controls, you can see that you have a flat image with no depth. This point is very important, as refraction normally requires an object to have some sort of depth. So you'll deal with that issue shortly. But to add refraction to an object, it needs to be semi-transparent. Select the surface object, and add a material node using the context menu. You can reveal the material node in the manager. In the materials blending menu, you can start increasing the transparency. So now you should see the same layer superimposed over the other. Go ahead and scale the surface down to see a distinct difference. This is fine if you want this look. However, I recommend using a white surface, as you don't want this echoing effect as well as the refraction on the surface. You can try, but it won't look right. So swipe back to Batch, and replace the media input with a white colour source from the Batch node bin. When you select the Action node, and return back to its controls, there is now a clean semi-transparent surface, that will work better with refraction. Unless you had a good reason, you would do this for all kind of 3D objects, including 3D text, 3D shapes, or any imported 3D geometry. Now back in the Material Blending menu, you can start setting the IOR value, to control the type of refraction you'd like. I'll go for Crystal this time, which is 2.0. You can find loads of IOR values, just by searching online. Now there is barely any refraction, if you rotate the surface. This comes down to that point, that refraction is tied to transparency, and object thickness. So the surface is not thick enough to give a good refraction. Thankfully, you can increase what is considered as the minimum thickness for refraction. This will force the surface to take on refractive properties, regardless of its thickness. You can also increase the intensity to over-exaggerate the refraction. The next time you rotate the surface, you can see how the surface is refracting the background. You could use this for adding windows, or even some form of motion graphic effects. Now if you made the surface totally transparent, and turn off the icons with I, you could still use the refraction effect, 
without the shading of the surface. This has a few uses and I'll touch on some of them in a later video. Turn the icons on with I and set the transparency to 90%. Now you can also go to the Action Node bin and add a light into the composition. So even with refraction, you can still light objects. Please note that you don't need to use physical based lighting but it definitely adds more to the result. Delete the light and add an IBL to the camera with the context menu. Call up the IBL map controls and change the texture via the read file menu. Go with the Stuttgart EXR. So this gives you a better range of lighting. Next, select the surface and add a shader node via the context menu. This will apply physical based shading properties to the surface. Drop the roughness and increase the metallic properties. When you rotate the surface again, you'll see the subtle lighting of the IBL. Now let's make this refraction more interesting. Currently, the refraction is consistent. This is because the surface is flat and the light is only bending in one direction. However, if you bend the surface, you get an entirely different result. Select the surface object and in the surface menu, change the type from flat to extended by cubic. Now hold Control and draw a box selection over the inner top and bottom tangent handles. Switch to the vertices menu and drag out the Z position of the selection. If you rotate the surface again, you can see the background refracting through a curved surface which forces the refraction to behave differently from a flat surface. You could also subdivide the surface a few more times and bend the middle section. Now turn the icons off again with I and select the Material node in the Manager. Activate the Blending modes and set the Blending to Add. This will make it stand out a bit more. If you rotate the surface, you have a very nice looking piece of crystal with a great refraction. Now one question that has been asked is what happens when different objects with refraction go behind each other? Well, the furthest object refracts the background and the closest object refracts the background as well as the other objects. This is simple to demonstrate. Set the rotation to 0 for the surface object. Call up the context menu in the Manager and choose Import. Ensure the type is set to FBX and go into the FBX directory. Choose the cone with PBS. Now select the model and push it behind the extended by cubic surface. If it disappears, you need to Z sort the render order of the objects using the context menu or the manager's gear menu. Now as you move the position of the cone, you can see it refracting through the foreground surface. So anything behind the extended by cubic is refracted in the 3D composite. Now let's add refraction to the cone 3D model. Move it to the side so it's not occluded by the extended by cubic. Ensure the cone is selected in the Manager and turn sorting on. Next, switch to the Material node, 
go to the Blending menu and increase the transparency. Set the IOR value to 1.5 which is the refraction value for glass. As you can see, the glass cone is refracting the background. Now move it behind the extended by cubic surface. So the glass cone is refracting the background and the extended by cubic is refracting the result of the background and the glass cone. This tool encourages experimentation and you can come up with some really creative and usable results. Please look out for the next video on Refraction in Action. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2020. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.